everyone, and welcome to the Ear Drunk Podcast. Uh, my name is Zach Webb, and with me, as always, is Marshall Brook. Hey, guys. Hey, Marshall. Are you Batman? <laughs> You'd like to know. Yeah, no, I, that's why I asked the question, Marshall. That's Oh, yeah, that's fair. Um, well, I can tell you this. Yeah. I'm not wealthy. Yeah. But, like, you do drive around in that bat-shaped car. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, okay, 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 listen, okay. Yeah. I need to give all of y'all a little bit of context here. So about yeah. two and a half years ago, I got this like really intricate series of spoilers kind of attached to the roof of my car above the passenger and driver's side doors. Um, and they kind of stick out a little bit like bat wings. Um, and it really just helps with airflow mm-hmm. and um, gas mileage. But I, I resent the fact that you, you think that that makes me Batman. Yeah, okay. But also, you got that old guy who hangs around with you all the time? Yeah, that's Rick. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, Rick always just, like, does whatever uh, you <laughs> say. Yeah, well, I mean, okay. Well, Rick's always, like, so, dressed up, too. Like, in, in, I've seen Rick wear, a, you know, that time we went to the beach, and, like, Rick was there, and he was just still in that, like, suit with, like, coattails on it. Rick has never had a day of fun in his life, Zach. And and when when I was in prison, Rick walked up to me and he looked me in the eyes and he said, "Marshall, Marshall, show me how to have fun." Yeah. And I said, I said, "Okay, Rick." Yeah. And 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 that's why he he does everything I say. Right, because he's just trying to have fun. Yeah, he just doesn't know any better. He's never had fun. Yeah. yeah. Is he having fun now? No. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't look good over there. No, no, he's, he's, we don't let him inside when we record because he breathes real loud. Yeah, and he it's is, pretty loud. He is standing at the window right now. Yeah, and it's like fogging up the window too. That's kind of creepy. But, um, yeah, cool Very guy. big man, very yeah. little window. Yeah, okay, so you're not Batman. Um, I'm not wealthy. Okay, because I was just thinking about it recently, and I was like, oh, I've never seen you and Batman in the same room. Even like that time we went to Six Flags and like we're at like the the part where like there's like the Justice League people like Batman wasn't there. And then you were like, hey, man, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And then Batman did show up. And after that, I was like, ah, maybe it's it's Marshall Batman. Think of all the times that you and I have been like at a bar in Dallas and like stuff is starting to like pop off a little bit. And, you know, Mm -hmm. both of us, we pull out our knives, we pull out our guns. Yeah. Um, Fist fights are happening. I like I like that you put it in that order too, because it's hard to follow up like anything after a gun. You know, well, right, like a no, gun's no, like you, a closer. Like it, it would be weird if you went gun then knife. Exactly. You know? It's 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 called escalation. We do what cops do. We escalate. Yeah. You know, but you have to go tier by tier by tier, right? Right? It's like it's like a, it's like in a Christmas story when he triple dog dares him without double dog daring him to lick the yeah. pole. Yeah. Yeah. Skipped a tier, man. Yeah, he skipped a tier disrespectful this is a podcast where marshall and i uh take a theme and we make a playlist of songs to that theme uh we also have uh uh, fun segments along the way uh but marshall uh what are you what are you drinking over there bud i'm drinking me a good old texan beer Ooh, yeah yeah i'm drinking one of them one of them beers brewed down here in the lone star state yeah from a shiner texas oh yeah shiner bach Oh, nice, nice, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Here, let me read this. Let's see what it says. Yeah. Uh, instead of instead, of, let's see what they take. Uh, handcrafted in the same brewery where it was first made. Did they wash their hands? 
Uh, it says in 1913. Uh, so I'm gonna say no. Was that before the Jungle came out? Or is that the? Is that the? Was that the book that? that yeah, that... yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, about the meat packing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was 1913 before or after the publication of the book that made everyone say, "Oh, that's nasty." I think that's. I think it's. I think it's before. <laughs> so potentially like... the same equipment that got n- n- nasty on it. Yeah. Good beer. Yeah. No love, Shiner. Um, I always like that they got the, the, the ram on the front of the label. Well, and Zach, actually, I can see you. You're also reading the label of your bottle of beer. What are, what are you drinking? Oh, uh, it is a, um, a beer quite like yours. Um, uh, almost identical, uh, because it is the same. Uh, uh, it is also a Shiner Bach. And, uh, one thing I like is, yeah, you, you got a ram on the label. Um, I don't. I guess I guess the L.A. Rams, you know, they take all the the Ram cred, you know. It's it's hard for the little guy to be like, hey, we we got Rams too, you know. Rams are Rams are I think an underrated animal insofar as like badassery goes. Oh yeah, Rams are like real hardcore. Yeah, no, I would I would be, I would be scared of a Ram if I saw <laughs> if I was in. It, we were talking about this earlier of like animals like that are cool on the other side of the fence. But really scary inside the fence. Because we mentioned horses. I think rams are scarier than horses. You think rams are scarier than horses? In that situation, yes. <laughs> I guess too. I guess also, like, not only do they have gigantic horns that are used for smashing against other gigantic horns, but also they, they, they have you seen those rams that like climbed as vertical cliffs? Yeah. They just stand on a vertical rock face? Yeah, I've never seen a horse do that. So anyways, I think they milk those, and that's how they get this beer. <laughs> yeah, the sweet, sweet nectar of that of that ram's milk. Um, you know it. <laughs> you love it. We crave it. Um, Shannerbach. Shannerbach. All right, Marshall, well, it's time for us to move on to our first segment, our new segment. Uh, folks, we're uh, writing a lot of new segments. Uh, you know, <laughs> haven't really returned to any yet. Uh, not that lazy. We know? write a lot for you guys. Yeah, yeah, New yeah. content every week. So far. So far. So far. Until we get the clip show episode for <laughs> you guys. But uh Wait, wait, that's just that's gonna be a really good episode. Cause yeah. it's just gonna be a whole bunch of just like little just like one like little one offs of our bits. No yeah. context, no nothing, just nothing. like the funny words by themselves. I think I think our clip show should just be all the pauses. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, everyone's favorite part. Yeah. They're like <laughs> finally a break. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, guys, we're writing a lot for you, uh, but we're not writing great names because the name of this segment is called Slangarang. And, uh, uh, you know, there's a musical terminology that is out there that sometimes sounds really cool, but I have no idea what it means. Uh, so this is a segment where Marshall and I uh, uh, pick a couple of names of things and uh, we explain the meaning behind that a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I know last episode we mentioned things like chuggy and splashy, uh, which I have been using splashy as like a, a as a go to for certain musical you know talks, uh-huh. I try to Google uh-huh. it, and uh, apparently no results. It's just you, yeah, just me and my and my and my very weird brain. Yeah, it's lonely um, at the top. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so uh, uh, I have a few uh, 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 some jazz terms, Marshall, because okay. I because I like jazz. And now here's the problem, though, I don't know if these are real because they're so crazy that I that. They sound both right and wrong. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to lead off uh, with balloon lungs. 
Okay, uh, am I am I gonna hit you with what I think that is? Yeah, let's do okay, that. Okay, cool, yeah. cool. Yeah, so I think Balloon Lugs is probably a guy who can blow on a horn for like two and a half minutes straight. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just like that idea because it's just <laughs> such a gross. Uh, well, because it's like anatomy. every time you breathe in, someone else is actually like blowing into your mouth. Yeah, they're inflating. They're inflating your lungs. I just also have the idea of like you know like the clown balloons, and and you know like. Just but like all lung form, you know? <laughs> like a like a, a clown's making those like balloons for a kid's birthday party, yeah. and he makes a kid a set of lungs. Yeah. He's just like, don't smoke, <laughs> and he pops them right in front yeah. of the kid. <laughs> all right, so I got that one. Uh, next one up here, uh, a a real uh, humdinger. That is finger zinger, finger zinger. That's a song. That is a song that either yeah. Makes you snap a whole bunch. Ooh, yeah. Finger singing. Or it's a song where you can't stop throwing finger guns out and dancing and boogie woogie. Yeah, before they outlawed that. Yeah, before before that was a crime. Yeah. You could boogie, you just can't woogie. Yeah, not anymore. Yeah, not, not anymore. anymore. Kids don't know what they're missing, man. Yeah. Uh, but no, finger zinger is someone who can play really fast. Ah. <laughs> and as they move <laughs> their uh, fingers and <laughs> a, in a, in a fast like motion. Creating a zing, I guess. Finger zinger. Finger zinger. Uh, this one's super easy, uh, Marshall. It's uh, in the pocket. Yeah, that just means that just means you're 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 hitting your beats. You're staying on rhythm. You're you're and you're and you're and you're hitting your your shit. Yeah, I always love in the pocket, like just like <laughs> just to throw around in your day to day. So the terms that you chose were pretty niche terms. Yeah. Um. The ones I chose were, 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 I think, much broader, more general terms. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But this is this is the show, Marshall. So, you and that's I. That's true. That's true. We're we, the same person, but yet we attack the same. <laughs> we just completely <laughs> different, ways. different ways. Yeah. yeah. So um, one of the first things I wanted to talk about is just the idea of like, uh, um, and you hear it all the time when people are like buying new guitar amps. Oh, yeah. Oh, this amp's super bright. Ooh. This amp's very bright. Hmm. With the counter to it being dark, yeah. Um, I would guess the 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 sound is like uh, lighter. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> like like it's uh, it doesn't have that much like. Uh, um, I was gonna say try to not use a a video descriptor. Yeah, I know, right? Um, <laughs> I know exactly what you're saying. I just want to get. I want. Like, I want you to get the words I'm out. guessing it's softer and like the the tone isn't like as harsh you know like uh like kind of like uh more of like a like a chorus than a distortion like <laughs> okay if that makes any sense so so i'm gonna go ahead and say that technically you're not wrong because i don't think anyone knows what the hell bright like properly means oh, really? <laughs> i think it's just a thing that people say like 100 yeah. percent. i think that it may i think that everyone thinks they know what they're saying i think everyone's got their yeah. little preconceived notion but i think if you went and sat down 10 different guitar players and yeah. asked them um, I think in a general sense, I would probably say, like, when you said, like, a, a lighter sound, I think that that's right, and that it's probably more high-end and less low-end, um, a little more uh, treble and a little less bass. Um, that's how I envision it, with a darker one being, like, more mid and low-end with a little more, like, uh, treble-y stuff. Gotcha. Um, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I like that, that you're just like, oh, everyone's got their own, like, definition of it. You yeah, know? walk it's into like, a guitar center, yeah. and those guys will fucking, they'll fucking call an orange amp bright. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's brightly colored. Yeah, it's that's orange. true. 
Unless you got the black one, but if you yeah. bought a black orange amp, I'm sad. <laughs> um, and so we, uh, my second term, uh, we've talked a lot about, well, not talked, you and I off the air have talked a lot about the term chugs yeah. and like heavy metal music yeah. and like what that really like, uh, what that means, which is, you know, uh, so kind of going off of chugs, something that's in a lot of metal music, they, they call them gallops. Okay. What do you think a gallop is? Uh, is that, um, like the, the measurement of like the music is like faster and like, uh, it's like done in like triples. So that would be triplets and a lot of gallops you do in triplets. Okay. Gotcha. But not necessarily. No. So, okay, so they, they're not exclusive together. Correct. Well, okay, yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause I remember, um, uh, like a friend of mine, she was, uh, she played bass and she could play, uh, like, uh, Iron Maiden. Yeah. And, that's kind of how I, uh, like what I attribute it to. Like what I so that is, that is, that is a gallop though. Yeah. So um um when you're chugging dum 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 the gallops um it's like when you're hitting the double notes oh. when you're when you're when you're going and you're doing what's called tremolo picking where you go picking up and down like rapidly dum 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 you know it's like it's just like it's where you're hitting those rapid notes while you're chugging right there's not as much like yeah. space in between exactly yeah gotcha. and a lot of time it is those triplets even mm-hmm. though a lot of times they, they, people also just chug triplets not in a gallop they'll space them out nice. and then the last one this is like more of just an ideology ideological question um, um it's just the word heavy because i feel like people 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 have a lot of different takes on like what heavy music is yeah. what makes a song because like because like i listen to a lot of doom metal Right, do metal is slow, yeah. And a lot of people listen to that and they'll say that's not heavy, that's slow. And I'm like, you need to sit your ass down and listen to Funeralopolis by Electric Wizard and tell me that that's not heavy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like heavy is always. Um, I I think it can be both, uh, like you know, fast and slow in a way. I feel like it just always needs to sound like something you could like blacksmith to. <laughs> yeah you know like any heavy song is like something you could do while also you know just like hitting a, a sword with like a hammer yeah you know? yeah like that's my definition of it you know? <laughs> <laughs> well that's a pretty um that's a pretty abstract take on what the meaning of uh heavy is but i like yeah. it i like it <laughs> yeah it's, it's, it's abstract but very direct yeah. like when i say that you you can picture oh yeah everyone has their version of what that song is but i guarantee you all those songs are heavy see and for me i feel like it's very tonal uh when i say i listen to doom metal and stuff like that like it's very much about like the song being like just in a lower register, generally with a lot of fuzz. Though there's sure. this fantastic band called Ohm, mm-hmm. uh, Om. They are the um, they're the rhythm section of the band Sleep. Oh yeah, you've told um, me about this and before. And they yeah. do a lot of really cool, like pretty acoustic stuff um, that's still very heavy and very doom, um, and it's pretty sick. They use a lot of like old Christian sim- symbolism in their album art and stuff. Hmm. It's pretty neat. So yeah, I think heavy just has a lot more to do with just like tone and like ambience and like the feeling and like just like the vibe that it gives off than explicitly like playing fast or playing, you know, you know, sure in in, in any particular register or whatever. Yeah, I, well, it's always weird also whenever a heavy came about, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like just because it's like uh, it's it's weird how we describe music with uh, uh, things <laughs> like it's like, oh, I can't really pick up a song. 
Well, I think it's funny because it's like, okay, so there's rock music, right? Rock. Yeah. But what's, 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 what's heavier than a rock? Well, I don't know, metal? Yeah. <laughs> Metal's heavy, dude. Dude, I can't wait. Oh, bro, that's some heavy metal. Uh, all right, well, should we move on to our, our main segment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show? Yeah, all right, folks. Well, um, our theme this week is uh, Lost My Kid at Arby's. Um, obviously, very tragic event. Uh, I'm very sure, sad. I'm, I'm sure Marshall and I will take this with the utmost of serious of tones uh, and will. Uh, well, we put this on the board of options for playlists. Um, I'm the one who pitched this idea and it's just I wanted to do it as kind of an homage to my cousin uh, Larry, who was lost in an Arby's at eight years old and uh, they didn't find him until he was 26. Yeah. Um, and he's he's real fucked up. Yeah. I mean, you know, he the, was in the Arby's the whole time. Yeah, it's like the meats. You yeah, know? yeah. It's like it's it's literally the meats uh, can drive a man mad. God. Okay. Hey, we got to stop recording. I want to go to Arby's right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, um, just just I know I know that I've got it straight. I know that you understand how this works. Right. Um, and I know that the listeners obviously they're smarter than either of us. They know a hundred percent how this segment goes. Um, but just to make sure we're on the same page and, you know, in case we got any new listeners, what's going to happen in this segment is um, I'm going to say a song um, and then Zach is going to sit quietly while I say another song. And then I'm going to say another song and then another song and then another song. Not, 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 not. And then <laughs> that's my bit. And then uh, <laughs> and then Zach is going to say five songs because this week I've got a narrative to weave. Yeah. Unless you want to go first. I don't care. Um, uh, I just made me go. Yeah, you know, you, you seem like you're full of piss and vinegar. I think uh, I think you should lead us on, my dude. <laughs> I am full of piss. Um, <laughs> cool. So um, I was thinking, again, Larry, love you, miss yeah. you. Um, yeah. I, st- I, I just don't see him very much anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's well, back from Arby's. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's just weird. Which is like, how big is this Arby's? <laughs> I think that's how big Larry is. <laughs> he's fucking big. Oh, um, all those meats. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's a pretty, I mean, it's like a mall Arby's. It's like yeah, a, it's like um, a food court Arby's. A mall, mall, Malby's? But he wasn't lost in the food court. He was lost in the Arby's. Right, right, yeah. right. So I was thinking about that tragedy and I was thinking about like how my family took it and like all the time it took to grieve and like we didn't know what happened to Larry. And I, I, I was thinking about it and it's like, honestly, you go through the five stages of losing your kid at Arby's, just like you go through the five stages of grief. Yeah, I mean they're the same stages. They oh, yeah, are, yeah, yeah. they are, they are anger. Oh wait, no, no, it's denial and then anger and then bargaining, and then depression. And you, then you got a little angry when you you saw it was denial, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even fucking get me started. Um, and so uh, the first song that I have obviously covers our um, it covers our, our our first idea of denial. Um, oh, yeah. And this song is called Denial. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's by a band called Mannequin Pussy. Ooh, Mannequin Pussy. They're from Philadelphia. Okay, yeah. Um, sure. And and this is uh, at the very start. I I was gonna go incredibly literal with this idea of the five stages, and I was going to just find a song with the name. Um, and then I opted instead to um like change the names to like other names, or to like find you know other songs and not just do it based on like the name being the name of a stage of grief. Sure. Um. But this one I kept because I really like this song. 
Nice. Um, <laughs> well, and it's 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 a it's a great name for a song, you know. Obviously, uh, uh, start of the the first stage of grief. But honestly, great name for the band. I know, right? Mannequin Pussy. Uh, what so, kind of music do they make? So they do like kind of punky garage rock. Oh hell yeah, I love um, that's my jam. Yeah. yeah, and and they've got um like a badass chick vocalist. I think she plays guitar too, nice. or maybe bass. I, don't, I didn't watch any videos. I just listened to it, but yeah. um, I read like an article about them or something. And you know, folks, they thought they were slowing down at the start of the pandemic, but they're back at it, and they got a new EP out. So check out Mannequin Pussy. Ooh, nice eyes. Didn't pull that almost verbatim from the article I read about them. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But uh, yeah, denial. Um, And so, you know, when you're in denial, it's like you, you, you don't know where the kid is. And you just start to think, what a little shit wife. When I get my hands on him. Right. This is the perspective of the, the parent. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. For, of me and my lost child at Arby's. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I have many kids. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you start to get kind of pissed off at the kid, at the situation, at the Arby's staff, because you still haven't gotten your order. Right. Yeah. Um, and so for uh, this song, for Anger, I chose a song that really just encapsulates anger well i think it's uh it's sand in my wound by a band called philo medusa off their album fijian holiday zach i've shown you this band before you might know them as like the frog band (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah the frog band they uh they 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 the guy the all of the vocals are like i i don't even know if i can call it a scream because it's just oh yeah just the whole time, just yeah, like he's just like croaking, just croaking. He's doing that weird inhale thing. That's very yeah. bad for your vocal box, by the way. If you oh, want to really? make screamy music, don't do it that way. Oh, um, but yeah, that, 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 when I thought I was getting evicted because of my shitty roommate, um, I made a playlist on Spotify called "I'm Getting Evicted," um, and because <laughs> I was really fucking pissed off. Yeah. Um, and uh, this was this was the first song on the playlist. It's got this really cool riff in it too. That sounds almost like like Doom 2016 soundtrack. It's like. It's super heavy. It's pretty fucking sick. Um, and it's funny too. I do want to say um, I normally try to make my playlist like at least relatively cohesive to listen to. Um, this song really threw a wrench in this playlist. Um, it's like it's like I listened to my playlist like four or five times today because I told you I switched a couple of the songs out kind of last minute. I did a hail mary. Right, you did. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and, <laughs> and and so I was listening to the playlist a bunch today at work. Um, and every time this song would come on, I'm just like, man, I know I like this song, but this one's kind of a wrench. So, you know, people appreciate them individually this time. Yeah. Um, the next step after anger, you move to bargaining, right? Right. It's like, yeah. Hey, I will give you $10. Give me my kid back, Arby's. Give me a phone. I need to call the cops. I need to call the cops. <laughs> I'll give you a dollar. Let me use your phone. Let me use your phone. Let me use that sandwich. That's disguised as a sandwich, but it's actually a phone. Give me a big tub of liquid cheese and I'll give you a hug. (laughs) I don't think I don't think we're we're bargaining the same way that a person in this situation would bargain. Probably. So I think, yeah, they're probably I think, bargaining with like someone higher up than the manager, like a like a god. Oh, or like I was a... I was thinking it was just that the pawns were different. It's like it's like <laughs> it's like I'll give you the kid for the tub of liquid cheese. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. well, because at that point your kid's out lost. You're in an active hostage negotiation <laughs> situation. So, uh, for the bargaining uh, portion, for the bargaining stage of losing your kid at Arby's, yeah. Um, I chose a song called Please Come Back, <laughs> um, and it's by uh, Floating Action. 
Um, and floating action, it's 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 just one guy. I think I think he he just like makes all this music by himself. Um, but it's super cool, honestly. I really enjoyed it. It's got like groovy bass, and it's got kind of like some twang on the guitar. Um, and in like the tones that he did kind of remind me of like the protest rock of like the Vietnam era when he does some of his little like mm-hmm. uh, little bits on the guitar. Uh, I, I actually really enjoy the song. Um, but really, it's just another sad song about a sad guy, Aww. you know, just like a sad guy who lost yeah. his kid at Arby's or yeah. her kid. Sad, sad gal, sad guys and gals. <laughs> sad guys and gals losing all their kids at Arby's and they're just trying to say like, please well, come it's, back. It's hard not to lose your kid at Arby's. When you're up to your elbows in and a horsey <laughs> when, sauce. When you're up to your elbows in a tray uh-huh. that's got full pound sandwiches on it. Yeah. And you've removed all the tops and the bottoms of the sandwiches. Mm-hmm. So you've just got a mids. tray of meat. Yeah, all mids. So you just got a tray of meat. And then you cover all of that meat in, in Arby sauce and horsey sauce. And you kind of mix it in with your hands so all the meat's equally coated in the stuff. And then you pick it up with your hands and you put it all back onto one bun. Mm-hmm. And then you eat it. Yeah. Um, it's like, it's like where the fuck's your kid during all that? Right. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to watch you do that. I haven't seen The Whale because it's not out yet, but I imagine this is a scene in it. I, I think Brendan Fraser, he actually wrote me a letter. Um, I, I sent him, <laughs> I sent him some, uh, some, some advice questions. Mm-hmm. And he wrote me a letter and he described a scene from The Whale. And I think uh, it was this scene. I, I, wow. I, I stole yeah. this. Yeah. That's good. I stole this from Brendan Fraser. Well, here's the thing, Marshall. A lot of people steal stuff that isn't good, and you stole it gold here. You know? I mean, that much Arby's roast beef on a tray, of course it's gold. Of course it's gold. (laughs) Of course it's gold. There's a reason Um, they've been around for... Speaking... Too long. Speaking of a tray, actually interesting. Um, the reason Arby's like is like still like a, I mean, I don't want to say it's like the reason, but like they're not they're not like a hugely popular spot. Yeah. I don't think they're using um, all these lost kids to make their meat. <laughs> no, they own like every other company that oh. does like fast food. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. It's like Arby's owns like all of them, and that's yeah. why there's. And so I, I'm convinced that that's why they're still around. I don't know. It's I mean, the big mitten. I mean, pulling I, all the strings. <laughs> I think that's Hamburger Helper. <laughs> No, no they're they're brothers. Like mitten, yeah, right? brothers. Yeah, they're brothers. Yeah, they're brothers. <laughs> they're left <laughs> hand, right hand magic. One of them, one of them's got the meat. One of them doesn't, and you have to add some milk to it too. Oh yeah, yeah, man, yeah, that makes sense. Um, so like on the note of 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 a tray completely covered in Arby's roast beef and Arby's sauce and horsey sauce. Yeah, um, which then, is a great note. <laughs> which is a great note. Yeah. Um, the next stage of losing your kid at Arby's is depression. Ah, right. Um, and for this song, I chose actually a song that I really, really like. I may have shown this one to you. I may not have. Um, it's called Jesus is the one. And then there's a parenthetical at the end. Uh, I got depression. (laughs) Who's it by? It's by Zach Fox. Okay. Um, Like the name. Half um, of it at least. (laughs) And, uh, well here, I've actually, I've, I've actually pulled a couple of quotes from the song that I would love to, um, I'm not going to rap them at you. I'm just going to say them at you. Yeah, of course. Um, so the first one is a uh, bitch. You better praise God or I'm a shot. And that's on God. Ooh. The next one. Um, if you ain't a Christian, I'm a stab you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Which I absolutely love that line. Um, <laughs> if you, if you ain't a Christian, I'm a stab you in the face. Um, and then kind of, this is from the hook. Um, I'm avoid my taxes and then I'm going to get arrested. 
I got depression. <laughs> wow, yeah, a lot of a lot of a lot of emotions, a lot of thoughts, and a lot of feelings. Super good song. I feel like I've shown this one to you before. If I have it, of I can't wait for us to listen to this after the episode. It's honestly like the pinnacle of this playlist. I love this song. Well, it's just it's one of those things where it's like I feel like a lesser artist would have taken all of those themes and really like spread them out into a whole album. You know, or a catalog of music. And he's just like, you know, let me just knock it out in one. He put it he put it in like a minute and thirty seconds. It's like it's like not a full length song. And it's funny because before I was gonna put the blues by Vince Staples off of oh, his sure. new album. Yeah. Uh, super good song, super good album. Yeah, great um, and I was literally writing it down and I had added it to the playlist. Um, and then I was like, depression, I got depression. And then I was like, oh man, I literally can't use this song. I have to use the other one. It's too good of a fit. It's too funny of a song. I fucking love it. Um, and then there's acceptance, right? Yeah. There's acceptance. Finally, you realize it. You're free. No more kid climbing into your sweet, sweet beef and ched budget. Yeah. And what are you listening to on the way home? Joy by gay dad. (laughs) Have you ever listened to Gay Dad before, dude? No, I don't think I have. It sounds familiar, but I don't think I have. Andrew liked them a lot, so okay, so he may yeah. have shown you at some point. Um, Gay Dad rules. <laughs> They're like kind of like light, kind of poppy rock. Oh, nice, nice, um, yeah. Not uh, poppy, P-O-P-P-Y, not P-A-P-I. It's not poppy rock. It's pop, pop rock. Marshall, you've done it. <laughs> you've created a new genre for the internet. Poppy rock. Fly. Fly, my children. Go out and make your poppy rock and make um, your poppy proud. If you know any bands that you think are probably poppy rock, um, go ahead and tweet them at us. Uh, That's at Eardrunk on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Or or, or email us uh, just like a a synopsis of your opinion on them. Yeah, or if you see a couple of rocks on the side of the road that look like poppies, (laughs) send us that. You can Instagram us at uh, at Eardrunk as well. You know, Uh, just... Touch us. Feel us. Please. please. We're out here. I'm devoid of contact. (laughs) But Gay Dad, uh, (laughs) what was the song title It's called Joy with an exclamation point. Yeah. Joy. Very, uh, very, uh, I'm guessing fast tempo, high, uh. Um, like, it's it's not even super fast tempo, but it's definitely, like, like bright chords and just, like, a very, uh, happy, good feeling, um, You've accepted it. Your kid is gone. Exactly. Yeah, you're good, dude. They finally served up your order. <laughs> your kid's been gone like eight minutes. They finally have your food out. You're clear to go. You're good to go. <laughs> that is the five stages of losing your kid at Arby's. Wow, Marshall. Great. Uh, I don't know how I'm going to follow that up. Uh, that was a really good, just well thought out uh, thing uh, that you just did right there. I, I, I think we should all applaud. Or, you know, take a moment of silence. Okay, the moment's over. I can hear them clapping. Yeah. <laughs> Marshall forgot to take his meds. All right. Well, Marshall, uh, I, I, you know, I can try and follow this up. Um, so when we're I thinking... I dare you. I'm, I, I created more of a narrative. Now, you had something to go on. You had your cousin, Jerry. Larry. Larry. Um, Larry. Larry at Arby's. Uh, you had Larry. You had His that, last name is Arby too. It's yeah, tragic. Yeah, you had that that go to you know core memory of you know of uh, of losing a kid at Arby's you know and what that experience is like for your whole family. I thought of it more of like a movie <laughs> produced by like A twenty four. 
Oh, so like a like an indie horror? No, the, the other ones. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So like the a, other A twenty four ones. Just like a, just like a normal indie movie then. <laughs> yeah, just, just like a dry family drama kind of. You know, a little a little bit like crazy, just in maybe initial concept, but you know, at the end of the day, you're not seeing some sort of cosmic horror or some like creepy Swedish people. Uh, so I, I so so in the in the in the uh, uh, idea for this film. Uh, 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 I have, uh, like a parent figure and a kid, right? And Uh, to be clear, to be clear, when you're going into casting for this, yeah, you will not cast anyone who's Swedish? No. No creepy sweets? No creepy sweets. Be careful. Yeah, I guess, I guess Hollywood's pretty woke. They'll probably be like, you have to have three sweets per scene. I haven't ticked the blonde hair, blue eyes box on this form. (laughs) Yeah, the Swedes need all the help they can get out here for these girls. Um, They're real sweethearts. <laughs> dumb. <laughs> so, first song, obviously, what's it going to be named? Well, it's called Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> Who's it by? Who's it by? It is Arby's by Noelle Flowers, right? Uh, uh, a little, a little-known artist. I uh, just found her because I was just like, well, let me see if Arby's actually has a soundtrack. Is it cute? Yeah, really cute. It's really cute. It's about yeah. like it's about like like going on a cute date at an Arby's or something. No, no, no. It's 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 very okay. So it's it's um. It's, you said Arby's, and my head just went to like to like grime. So and then you said Noelle Flowers, and I was like, oh, she sounds nice. Yeah, no, it is. It's a really <laughs> nice song. It's kind of a little bit like faster tempo. It's mostly just like a synth and drum machine, and then she sings over, and her voice is very like light no, no. and like breathy. You know, mm-hmm. um, and so it, it's kind of like a, it's a, kind of like an upbeat song that has some of those like sad undertones that are in all indie music. Yeah. yeah. You know, where it's just like, oh, you know, the uh, the the natural sounds that come out of music that is not going to make you money. <laughs> but it's like uh, <laughs> I I have this idea where it's like the song is a lot like some of the lyrics and stuff. It's like kind of like, oh, like we're getting through stuff together and like, you know, things like that. But I just have this idea of like a a, a morning montage of them going to the Arby's and it's just like you see this this parent and their child like that like you know bills are past due like you know, it's just everything it just seems like it's going to shit they get in their car to go to Arby's the car breaks down like the kid has like a little action figure or something <laughs> they don't really give a shit like you know but they're like the parents just like struggling this whole time and finally they get to Arby's and, you know? then, and then they cut a beef and cheddar into four equal sized pieces yeah. that the whole family split yeah yeah, it's it's just it's just one kid and one adult who's just struggling, you know. And then so they finally get to the Arby's, right? They like the the parent figure just like grabs all this change that they have in order to get that one, you know, beef patty melt. And Arby's like honestly isn't cheap. Now nah. you're looking at you're looking at a five six dollar sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. Like not not even the meal, you know, just the sandwich. And there's some guy who's listening who's like, that's pretty cheap. But yeah, okay, okay, sorry I don't live in Seattle. Oh, I'm sorry, Jeff, get on your fucking <laughs> spaceship and get the fuck out of oh, here. Oh, 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 Larry wants to talk to me about Arby's inflation. Yeah, I know you were there in the 90s. Shut the fuck <laughs> up, Larry. All right, so my next song, right? <laughs> yeah. A little bit, a change of pace, right? Is a song called Meat Sandwich by this guy named Xerxes Underground, right? Oh? Yeah, right? And uh, this song... Classical music. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is a classical so, song so named Meat Sandwich. You told, me, you told me today 
that the first song you initially had another song called Meat Sandwich on there by Guar. Yeah. And so you tell me you tell you tell me <laughs> I have a song called Meat Sandwich that in my head has replaced Guar. And it's by a guy named Xerxes what? <laughs> Xerxes Underground. Xerxes Underground. I'm thinking he's like either a rapper or like or like this is like metal. Yeah. <laughs> no. It turns out I read the the guy's bio because he doesn't have that many listeners, but uh, 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 it, it, literally he is a, like a retired veteran and he just makes music. And if you look him up on like Spotify, he has like five albums out already this year. Oh yeah, yeah. No, he he wrote something to the effect of like I write songs from my youth and uh, that remind me of Smoky Din clubs. And I was just like <laughs> badass. Yeah, I was just like oh hell yeah, it's actually sick. <laughs> yeah, but the song the song is like. Uh, it's it's just a very classical piano piece, but then it does have some strings uh, kind of come into it to kind of like it feels almost a bit like a waltz or something. But the reason it kind of stuck in my brain in the situation is like so the the parent asks like the kid to go get like a refill or something, and during this whole like refill exchange, they can just kind of look around to the other people who don't have kids <laughs> and are just kind of like living their life to their fullest extent, you know. <laughs> Like, like there's living properly. Yeah, yeah, just like just like not and like this person is not a great person. There's like I got to get rid of this kid, right? Uh-huh. Just the song, the song it reminds me kind of like um I really love this one director named uh Yorgos Lanthimos. Yeah, uh, oh, I uh, love his movies. Yeah, like The Lobster, uh um The Killing of the Sacred Deer. Like did he do uh Dogtooth? He did do Dogtooth. Like I, I watched Dogtooth on a date with a girl. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, for, um, yeah. We didn't see each other again. Yeah, and 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 normally I would say it's a cop out to blame it on the movie, but no, that one you can blame. If it on. you've seen Dogtooth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So, um, uh, but he's a great director. But he has some of these like moments in his movies where the uh, the imagery on screen isn't really that tense. But because of the context that we know about these characters and because some of the uh, uh, instrumentation uh, just kind of makes it feel more tense mm-hmm. and like like we as the audience know. But if you turn off the sound and you walked in halfway through, you'd be like, I don't know right. what the fuck's going on here. You know, absolutely. So it's yeah. like it's this this idea of having this song with the most mundane uh, imagery of someone just at an Arby's looking at their kid and then realizing <laughs> they have to fucking dip and then just like. <laughs> getting up and walking out oh know? my god yeah and, and here's here's a here's a, a thing i did with this playlist uh i love the album by willie nelson called uh faces and stages uh-huh. it's a breakup album my father gave me that album uh one of three albums when i moved out for the first time and then two weeks later the girl i was seeing broke up with me <laughs> and all these albums just like really helped me get through this breakup but faces and stages is a, a breakup album and it's told from two different perspectives uh from uh, uh these two people who've fallen out of love and you know and how they go through that you know and so at this point i've decided to make a division between the two perspectives of what is oh, happening. Oh, so you have like parent leaving kid at Arby's and then you have kid at Arby's. Yes. Oh. <laughs> oh, and you said I you said you said I put thought into mine. <laughs> this man's a genius. I quit. <laughs> no, Marshall, come back. Come back. I got two more I'm gonna songs go smoke left. all twenty of these Marlboro red shorts. Marshall, I got three more songs left. Come back. <laughs> so the next song 
uh, is a song I know you've probably heard, but not like really like uh, listened to or like looked it up. It is called Gone by Junior Junior. Uh, okay. Junior Junior, formerly Dale Earnhardt Junior Junior. Uh, they had to change their name because Dale Earnhardt Jr. was like, come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so so it, uh, they're called Junior Jr. And the song is called Gone. And I hear this song so much in commercials. Really? Because it opens up with this beautiful whistle and like kind of just this upbeat melody, you know? And so you see it in a lot of like, oh, like hotel commercials or, oh, like, you know, uh, commercials where everything's just bright and glowing. Like, oh, you love your life? Car insurance. I see know? where you're going with this. Right. But the, no, I see where you're going with this. But the lyrics, the lyrics themselves, very sad. Oh. You know, it, it is it is a song about someone who's like, uh, the chorus uh, leads into like, I, I can't be everything you want me to be. Uh, finally, I see the light through the leaves, uh, but I'm already gone, you mm. know, and and it's kind of a that's a, heavy. It's a, a song where it's a it's a person who kind of realizes the fact that I can't change what I am to fit whatever mold I'm trying to be. I just have to get out, you know, and and, and I, so I feel like every time I see it in a commercial, it just feels so lost of its meaning. Well, you know, because I'm like, oh, no, it's like this is such it's it's a like. <laughs> It, you know, and I'm not uh, advocating for you to leave a child at Arby's, but it's a it is a situation where you kind of let go and you go, I just have to leave this situation, you know? Uh, well, and honestly, it's it's I love that you chose a song with like lyrical content like that, because it's the perfect like duality, like almost like you're holding up a mirror to um, the one that I did earlier, where it's uh, if you ain't a Christian, I'm gonna stab you in the face. Yeah. yeah you know, just 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 thematically, you know, yeah. <laughs> I like Jira's more though. <laughs> I love this narrative you've set up. Yeah, but but I, I imagine. So is that this is this from the perspective of the, the child? Okay, so it's the parents. So it's, yeah. it's it's that's okay. So it's it's fast and it's up because it's like I got rid of the kid. Yeah, it's like but I, then it's like melancholy because it's like I got rid of the kid. Yeah, I had to. Yeah, I I could not. I was not enough to you know deal with this situation. You know, and even though there are good aspects to this decision I've made, there's also very horrible aspects of the situation uh, that I've created for this child. I, you know? I I think it's a great idea, and I think I'm going to go to an Arby with all my kids here pretty soon. Yeah. Kids eat free. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> they eat free when they're not yours anymore. <laughs> so, so Marshall, with my next song, yeah, we sw- switch back okay. to the perspective of the child. Have you named this child? Uh, no. Boy or girl? Uh, no. <laughs> we'll call them Ken. Ken. Uh, so, so Ken is at this Arby's. And the song I selected for this is uh, Where's My Love? By a very talented, hilarious person named Matt Berry. Oh, I love Matt Berry. Matt Berry, uh, if you don't know who he is, he was on shows like The IT Crowd. He's also on What We Do in the Shadows, uh, Toast of London. Toast of London, uh, yeah. He is a hilarious, hilarious I love uh, comedic him actor. Snuffbox. Oh, yeah. Well, you know. I'm a pretentious dick, so. Yeah. But he's, he's, he's extremely hilarious, but he's also very talented uh, mm-hmm. when it comes to uh, uh, making music. And I found this song of his that I really love uh, called Where's My Love off the album Phantom Birds. <laughs> and it's a very short song. It's only like a minute and 21 seconds. 
but uh, uh, first of all, it's Matt fucking Barry. The dude's great. But uh, it has like kind of like country vibes to it, oh, which really? kind of like ties into the whole like phases and stages, like yeah, the, yeah. The different sides of it. And, like there's a twang guitar like kind of in it that I really like. And uh, but like it starts off like where uh, and it, the lyrics are very simple, but it's just like, oh, uh, you know, like, where's my hat? Where's your hat? Where's my hat? Where's my shoes? Where's your shoes? You know, and it's like this, this, <laughs> the start of like this, you know, cycle where it's like, oh, like, oh, you've lost things, you know, but then he says, like, where's my face? Where's my mind? You know, like, where's my kid? Where's my kid? And they're at Arby's. I left them there. But like, it's, it's a beautiful song that just like really, I don't know, it really encapsulated the level of like loss that I feel like this person. Oh, you're right. So for this, it's not where's my kid. It's where's my mom, which is way, I mean, I don't want to say way heavier because obviously it's tragic when a parent can't find their kid. I'm sure that that's horrifying to them. Yeah. Um, but as someone with no kids, because I just went to Arby's, um, as someone with no kids, um, I can only imagine, um, like, it's like, it's like, where's my mom? Like I've been, I, I was lost in the Anchorage, Alaska airport once. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's just like all the world that, you know, you know, like has now just vanished. It's tied to them. Yeah. 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 And all those things are now gone. And so the, the way I imagine much like your cousin, Larry, is this kid just lives in the Arby's then, you know, like he lives inside the Arby's and, and during this song, which is very short, we just show the passage of time as he gets older and promoted to manager. And like Zach, Zach, we have a problem here. What? Larry sold his story to Lifetime, and it is copyrighted, and you are infringing on that right now <laughs> with the tale of a boy. <laughs> Larry, get at me. <laughs> uh, drunk at gmail.com. Yeah, if, Larry, get at me with the cease and desist. Uh, but yeah, no, I just thought like it would just be hilarious watching this like child who like just like turns around, watches their parents, uh, you know, disappear, and then we just slowly see them get older slash getting other like arby's like promotions and so it's like fry cook to like maybe, cashier to maybe like, it's know, like a man- assistant manager to manager maybe it's like a montage where it's like a, one of those like youtube videos where it's like i took a picture of myself every day for seven years yeah but yeah. he's standing at like the cash register at the arby's and you're watching his name tag and collared shirt slowly get nicer and better yeah <laughs> so this brings us to our final song marshall okay uh the 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 child is no longer a child they are a man or woman of arby's uh and the parent has come back now this is 20 to 30 years since they left parents am i right the parent comes back not because they realize they made a mistake obviously or whatever they're just but ordering like, food yeah <laughs> and they forgot that this is that arby's and so they go to order and who's there behind the cash register it's their child right and i and i had i, I had a dilemma marshall this is such a complex emotion this is yeah. such a this is such yeah. a weird like what song could i have picked well, I picked one by one of my favorite artists of all time, and it's a song called Moonlight on the River by Mac DeMarco. Oh, I know that song. Yeah. Love Mac DeMarco. So this is off of his album, This Old Dog, uh, which during this time in Mac DeMarco's life, his father 
uh, was uh, getting sick. And I believe he's he already has passed on since or something like that. But it was weird because in his life, he didn't really have a great relationship with his dad. His dad would just like never really there. Like it would just show up for holidays, you mm-hmm. know, but it's never like, you know, so it's a, a it's a song about losing somebody, but like not really knowing like what that relationship is, you know, and yeah. not ha- like not even like having it like like finding out someone died and then you have no emotion about it just as it is, mm-hmm. is its own type of emotion. Well, it's interesting because like there still is a type of like grief and mourning that you have to go through and process even through that state. Right. You know? Right. And it's 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 not a, there's still tragedy there. You know, I don't know. Just it's because very you, bizarre, yeah. Just because you're not mourning something like, oh my god, I just lost, you know, and it's it's ripping me apart. Like it's it, there's still a difference to it, but it's like mm-hmm. uh, the the lyricism in it, I love. You know, it's like I'd say I'd see you see you later if I thought there, or uh, you know, if I thought I'd see you later, you know, or if like it's so strange uh, going on without you, but it's it's not like I didn't have that, you know, like <laughs> mm-hmm. it's not like. I've, I've made it this far without you. It's just weird that it's like, now you're completely gone, you know? Um, but so that complex emotion, I feel like would come out as this parent is ordering from their Arby's child. Um, <laughs> Do you think that's the kind of emotion people had in the Donner party? <laughs> <laughs> Just kind I, of like a real intense neutral while no, you're eating mom's Marshall, thigh. The Donner party only had one emotion during that time. And it was hungry? It was hangry, Marshall. Hangry. They were hangry. <laughs> they were hungry and they were angry. They were hangry. Whoa, I'm seeing more of my old man in me. <laughs> Takes a bite of his pop's ribs. But as you know, Marshall, in that song, right? Yeah. In, in in Moonlight on the River, which yeah. is a great song. It is is it's very slow at the beginning. It has this like bed of acoustic guitar and rhythmic sections, and it has a lead guitar that comes in uh uh at the beginning and then uh, returns later f- for a recurring riff over and over again. But uh uh one thing I love about it is around four minutes in, the song just starts building, right? And like you, you, as the the riff keeps playing over and over again, and it kind of becomes a disorienting type uh, of Mm -hmm. song where it's like all of a sudden you have these like, like kind of like monkey sounds in the background, but they're so distorted. And you have these like guitar plucks of just various notes that don't really have any sort of cohesion to it. You know, so it's like uh, uh, as you're listening to that, I, I had this idea. It starts four minutes dead. But so the order goes OK, right? <laughs> like they order they order from the food while this song is like playing, you know, and both of them are are kind of detached in a way and are so caught off guard of like seeing the other one. Is there like an immediate recognition in their processing or is it like yeah. there's like figuring it out as they go? Or I think I think it's immediate, but neither of them actually ca- like go into it they just go at it like it's a normal arby's exchange but there's just a heavy currency for beef baby yeah emotion to it you know and then like the person gets their order like the parrot they sit down and they start eating it and that's around when the four minute mark comes in and it starts building with all this crazy stuff there's all this like dissonance and like these weird like psychedelic beats yeah because the parent is having a heart attack from all this arby's they've Ah! eaten (laughs) (laughs) 
our lobby. And I really didn't know her that well. Like I think about, I think back on it and it's like, I want to say I grew up on the streets, but I didn't grow up on the streets. I grew up in this Arby's. Um, but I always knew my mom was out there. And today, today I saw that woman. And that woman, that dead husk on the ground is not my mother. My mother is Arby's. <laughs> my mother is roast beef. <laughs> Mama, she had the meats. And that was our segment. <laughs> and that's the end of it, folks. Well, roll the credits. Ah, best boy. Executive producer. Okay, all right. Well, Marshall, I think we have one more bit uh, that you've queued up for us. Yeah, did you see how my name was next to best boy, though? Yeah. Real excited about that. Yeah. So uh, so uh, I'm doing one more little segment. It's called, uh, what did he just say? Oh. What did he just say? What did he just say? So what I did is I've got um, a couple of like famous, accomplished uh, uh, musicians, <laughs> um, and and I have prepared a series of four quotes, but only one of those quotes is actually by the musician. Oh, okay, gotcha. So we're gonna go one by one, and you're just gonna have to tell me which quote you think is really a real quote. Okay, all right. So uh, our first musician is Ozzy Osbourne. Okay. What do you say? Did you say one? Oi. Brov, it's me, Ozzy Osbourne. I'm uh, sure he said that at some point in his life <laughs> outside of an apartment or something. What did he say notably? Uh, oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. All right, yeah, uh, yeah. Two, uh, yes, it's all bullshit with wines. It's all vinegar with fizz. No matter what the taster says. Okay, all right. Three, I've never driven a lorry yeah all right oh yeah all right um and four um i may be the face of the group but we all know it's tony's guitar that does it oh god i've never driven a lorry (laughs) (laughs) no the uh correct answer was two um uh it's two uh it's all bullshit with wines it's vinegar Uh. with fizz no matter what the tasters say i i just i had uh, just a clear version where Ozzy Osbourne was like, oh no, I've even driven a lorry. For his, I wrote a whole bunch of really short things that just sounded kind of British. <laughs> yeah, I know, you did a great job. <laughs> um, so our next uh, person mm-hmm. is uh, Glenn Danzig. What do you say? Uh, <laughs> one, that's my car. Fuck you. <coughs> Two, diet is really important, and I think vitamins are really important too. Three, some days I don't want to stop pissing. And that's why I buy Steel Reserve. <laughs> um, and four, I like the devil. We kiss backstage. Okay, what was, what was three again? Three, three was uh, some days I don't want to stop pissing, and that's why I drink Steel Reserve. That one's good. That one's good. I could see Dan Danzig saying that, but not like to anyone. <laughs> to himself just like, just like oh yeah yeah days i don't want to stop this and i gotta go buy me a steel reserve <laughs> that's, that's why he says to get hyped up for the show that's what he says to get hyped up to walk to the 7-eleven yeah <laughs> is that they all and know him, him drinking that 40 is why he's late to the show yeah every time every uh, single time anyone goes to see glenn dancing i'm gonna i'm gonna say it's uh number four 
Uh, number four, you think it is I Like the Devil, We Kiss Backstage. No, it is uh, number two again. Uh, diet is really important, and I think vitamins are really important, too. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Third, we have Les Claypool. What did he say? What did he say? <laughs> One, bass is just the drum of guitars. Uh, two, I have a very difficult time describing my music. Three, hoo-wee-wow. I want to snog a zip-zap and squanch that flubel. Four, that was the day the goblins came. Also, pure chance. The day I met my wife. I gotta say it's three. Gotta be three. Three? You think it's uh hoo wee wow. I wanna snag a zip zap and squanch that flubel. Yeah. <laughs> Have uh, you seen you've seen Primus? <laughs> yeah, I I, I I I wrote that one because I've seen Primus. Yeah. Um um and, and I wrote it because the correct answer was two. Ah. Again. Yeah, you think I would figure out the pattern here, but uh <laughs> I refuse. Um and lastly. Oh, okay. We have Lil Nas X. Ooh, yay. What'd he say? Did he say, it's honestly wild that I'm in Fortnite? Two, I did not commit <laughs> the murders and my lawyer has advised me not to say anything else. Yeah. Uh, three, I wrote Old Town Road because my Catalan wrangling career dipped during COVID. Four, I run a meme account on Twitter. Uh, One. No, it's four. He runs a meme. Or he, uh, he runs a meme account. He's on Fortnite. <laughs> yeah. Um. Um. I think I don't even know if he's on Fortnite. I know the Fortnite kids do his dance or whatever. Well, it's like uh, cause uh, you know, Fortnite, uh, they got virtual concerts out there, Marshall. Yeah. Yeah. I I spent three thousand dollars <laughs> for backstage Fortnite passes to the Marshmallow Show. Yeah, then he's fucking French, and I couldn't even talk to him. Yeah, I couldn't even talk to him. He just goes, oh, maybe it's your telephone Yeah. That, that was pretty bad French. That yeah. was a pretty bad French impression. <laughs> that was... That was <laughs> so that was the end of that segment, which means that it's actually the end of our show. You heard the man, folks. That is the end of our show. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> For, for sticking around, having some laughs with us. Uh, remember, do not leave your kid at Arby's. Make sure you have your eyes on your kids uh, at all times within the Arby's. You never know uh, what's going to happen with all those curly fries. Well, if you're going to do it, do it with intention. Bring a chain. Bring a, bring a, bring a ratchet strap or something. Right. No. Really leave them there. Actually, you know what? Also, don't do that either. You know, there's a middle ground. There's a middle ground, Marshall, and we're going to find it. I got to go. I got to go get all my kids off those chains at the Arby's. Well, Marshall, don't leave just yet because we got to thank our, our, our good friend, J.W. Francis. J.W., thank you so much. Uh, uh, for letting us use the song Lo-Fi on the album We Share a Similar Joy. It's a great album, folks. Uh, you should also check out his new song, I Want to Be Your Basketball. Super good. Super good, super groovy. He's uh, he's got a new album coming out soon, guys. I would definitely check that out. If it's already not out by the time you're listening to this episode, uh, you can find us on all the social medias. Uh, you can find us uh, at Eardrunk on Twitter, at Eardrunk on uh, Instagram, and the uh, Gmail is Eardrunk at Gmail. If you want to send us in some reviews. Um, uh, real quick, I just need to stay at gmail.com. Gmail.com. Thank you, Marshall. Yeah, I forgot the com. We didn't get gov. Um, Zach has such a hard time with com. Yeah. He's trying to com all the time. Takes me a long time to com. Uh, well, and I'm sorry we had to leave it there, folks, but we <laughs> did. <laughs> I love you all. Please listen to our show. I've been your host, Zach Webb. I'm Marshall. And thank you for listening. Have a kick-ass day. 
Have a great summer. 